In the readings we meditate this Sunday, God clearly speaks to us a word of joy. The third Sunday of Advent is Joyful Sunday. The period of preparation for our Lord's coming is fast approaching its end, and we are getting ready joyfully to celebrate the Feast of the Lord's Nativity. As we heard from the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, the Lord has sent me to bring glad tidings. I rejoice heartily. As we heard in the song, which was not a psalm this time, but from the Gospel of Luke, from Mary's Magnificat, she says, my spirit rejoices. And as we just heard in the second reading, St. Paul's first letter to Thessalonians, he commands us to rejoice always. But how can we be joyful when there is so much great suffering and death because of the pandemic? How can we rejoice when throughout the world there are tens of millions, over 60 million refugees and internally displaced persons? Imagine if instead of going to a nice warm home tonight, you had to go sleep in a tent in a camp. How can we rejoice when there is so much repression and conflicts in so many nations. Civil war has just broken out in Ethiopia. In Afghanistan, the war continues. In Venezuela and in Hong Kong, there is political repression. How can we rejoice when throughout the world, in a number of places, Christians are persecuted just for being Christian? How can we rejoice when our nation is so clearly, bitterly, politically divided? How can we rejoice when our country is so ravaged by depression and suicides and opioid abuse and deaths? How is joy possible amid such suffering? Where is God? Where is joy? Is joy really possible? If that's the case, how do I get it? How am I joyful despite so much suffering in the world, and even in my own life. Well, the Word of God makes it clear that joy comes from God. Joy is a grace. That means it's a God-given gift. We can't get it ourselves. It's something that only God can give us, so it means we have to open our hearts and dispose ourselves to receive that gift that we desire and that He wants to give us. And so joy comes from the Creator, not from created things, not from material things. They can bring us pleasure, but they don't give us deep happiness. Sure, carols and cookies and presents and parties and getting together with people, those are enjoyable things, and they're not bad things, but they don't bring true, lasting peace and joy. They bring temporary gratification, but not a deep, abiding happiness. So how do we get this deep abiding happiness? How do we get this joy? How can we really be truly happy? Well, the first thing to be clear about is that the Lord, although he promises joy and enjoins us to rejoice, he doesn't ever say that there's not gonna be any suffering. One of the great paradoxes of the Christian life, right? There's so many paradoxes in the Christian life, right? You have to lose your life to find it. One of the great paradoxes of the Christian life is that we can suffer and still be joyful at the same time, something the world doesn't get, because again, joy is a grace. Let's be clear then from the beginning that the Lord doesn't promise that we're not gonna have any suffering in our lives if we follow him, because 
Suffering is part of our fallen human condition. And one of the great lies of the world is that you can get all suffering out of your life. There's always something you can do. There's always some experience, some trip you can take, or some pill you can take, or something you can eat, or some, something you can do to like get rid of the suffering in your life. And the world wants us to try to avoid all suffering. Not that we seek it necessarily, but the world says you, it's possible to try to get all suffering out of your life. That's an unrealistic vision of human existence and the human experience. So the Lord promises joy despite suffering. The uh, great American poet Robert Frost put it this way. I think it's a very spiritually helpful line. He said, the best way out is always through. Right? The world says, you got suffering in front, you want to seek to avoid it, you want to go around it, right? But the best way out, the best way to deal with it, the best way out is always through. The Lord doesn't show us a way to avoid all suffering, get around suffering, and to think that we can have a life without any suffering. He tells us that despite that suffering, if we face it head on and go through it with him, we can really have joy. Because we might have to suffer, but we don't have to suffer alone. That's the whole Christian message. That's why that baby is born as we're getting ready to celebrate. God is with us. So how can we be conscious of that presence with us? How can we realize that despite any suffering we might have, that we can be filled with joy because he is present to us and with us? How do we find the joy in him that he promises? Well, as I always tell you, those four pillars of the Christian life, right? pray with Jesus. Spend quality time with him in heart-to-heart -heart conversation and prayer every day because he's the source of our joy. That companionship, that presence of him with us, despite our sufferings, is what keeps us going. He's the source of our joy. Pray with Jesus. Celebrate Jesus, what we're doing here tonight, being nourished by himself in his body and his blood, and celebrating Jesus in the gift of his merciful forgiveness in the sacrament of penance, that is confession. Remembering that the greatest evil in the world is sin. And we rejoice when we go to confession and we receive that great merciful forgiveness of our sins. Pray with Jesus, celebrate Jesus, listen to Jesus. Listen to his inspired word. As he speaks a word of joy to you here tonight, spend time every day drinking in that word, encountering him and letting him speak to you according to the grace you desire. You desire joy, prayerfully listen to a word of joy. You desire peace, prayerfully meditate a word of peace. Ask for the grace that you desire in prayer and let him speak to you and give you that grace as you meditate his holy inspired word. Pray with Jesus. Celebrate Jesus in the sacraments. Listen to Jesus in his word and serve Jesus and encounter him in others. One of the best ways to overcome suffering and find joy is to encounter Jesus in others who are suffering, in reaching out to the needy, the spiritually needy, the emotionally needy, as well as the materially needy, seeing Jesus in others and comforting them and offering them help and consolation and support helps us get through our suffering and brings us joy because they also accompany us in our trials. My friends, as the, gospel, as, the, as the prophet Isaiah says, as the Lord Jesus later himself quotes, 
The Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the needy, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and, to re and release to prisoners, to announce the favor of the Lord. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. And again, as the Blessed Virgin Mary proclaims when she meets Elizabeth, the Almighty has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has come to the help of his servant, for he has remembered his promise of mercy. My friends, this day and every day, open your hearts to the gift that the Lord wants to give you and that you sow that we also deeply desire to joy, to the grace of his mercy. Open your hearts to him who alone is your joy. Amen.